Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus won. He is risen. It's after Easter now. Jesus has defeated sin, death, and the devil. And just after that first Easter, after that first resurrection 2,000 years ago, there's a crowd at the temple. And Peter, Peter says, in the name of Jesus, he heals a lame beggar. And he's got a crowd around him. What does a pastor do when there's a crowd around him? He preaches. Peter preaches in our first reading tonight from Acts. The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, the God of our fathers, glorified his servant Jesus, whom you delivered over and denied in the presence of Pilate when he had decided to release him. We cheer on Peter, right? Christ is risen. We won. Jesus defeated sin, death, and the devil for you, for us. Peter, in his sermon, begins to point the finger of blame at a crowd of people. Your God, whom you know, your God, who you worship, gave you his son, Jesus, and you, you killed Jesus. You killed an innocent man. You denied the holy and righteous one. You wanted a murderer released. You killed the author, the author of life. You killed God. Get him, Peter. Tell him, Peter. Give them that law that shows them their sin. Peter is preaching, pointing the finger and accusing the guilty. And we celebrate. We enjoy the destruction of their souls. We are quick to accuse, quick to place blame, quick to judge, quick to point out the sin of others. This happens when your pastor preaches too. This happens when you hear a sermon. You sit in a pew, you sit at home, and you listen to a sermon. My husband really needs to hear this one. My wife, she's got to hear this. And boy, I hope my kids are listening because pastor, he's talking about them right now. That one particular person in church, I hope, I hope they're listening. I hope they're hearing this sermon. We cheer on the preacher as he points the finger of blame, preaching the law that accuses one to the point of utter shame. The pastor, the preacher says, you have sinned in a very specific way. You hear the pastor say, you were wrong, and you deserve to die. 
Yeah, pastor, get them. You tell them. Give them that law that shows them their sin, that shows them how wrong they really are. Pastors preaching, accusing the guilty, and we celebrate the destruction of their souls. Just like Peter, too. Peter preaches, you denied the holy and righteous one and asked for a murderer to be granted to you. You killed the author of life, whom God raised from the dead. It turns out, Peter, your pastors, they're preaching and they're pointing the finger at you. You are not the one to be pointing the finger at others. Judgment is not for you to decide. God's word will be the judge of that. And now you're pointing to yourself. Now you know you're on the hook. You're hanging by a string and you're about to fall into a bottomless pit, falling and falling. It's like a bad dream, right? No. This is a biblical reality. Jesus, whom you killed with your sin, he doesn't let that happen. The words of Jesus Christ are spoken through preachers, through pastors, and through Peter to turn you to repentance, to scoop you up, to save you, to tell you you have been redeemed. Peter preaches, but what God foretold by the mouth of all the prophets, that his Christ would suffer, he thus fulfilled. Repent, therefore, and turn again, that your sins may be blotted out. So now that you are and should be pointing to yourself, repent. You killed the author of your very own life. Then, point to the cross. Point to the cross for you have leveled judgment against others, but for your hard-heartedness, the dear Son of God took on that punishment. You wanted to see others punished by a sermon. Instead, Jesus takes their punishment for all of their wrongdoing and for all of your wrongdoing. Hear your pastor. Listen to your pastor preach. Listen as our pastors point 
to the suffering of Christ. Listen to your pastor preach the bloody death of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of all of your sins. Listen to your pastor say those words, you are forgiven. Listen to your pastor as he points to your holy baptism that has made you clean. Hear your pastor preach. Listen to your pastor as he teaches you that God has bought you back by the blood of his son. The author of life, he wants you to be as holy as he originally intended before we turned on him. Listen to the preaching of the word of God as your pastor points to the risen Christ who continually gives you his body and blood for your assurance, for your comfort, for your peace that all of your sins are forgiven. Peter concludes his sermon actually later in Acts at the end of chapter 3. God, having raised up his servant, sent him to you first to bless you by turning every one of you from your wickedness. Having been forgiven, having been blessed, turn from your wickedness. Turn your pointing away, your pointing finger away from others. Examine yourself according to the word of God, taught and preached to you. And point, point to the death and the resurrection of your servant given to you, Jesus Christ, risen, having been raised by God. And finally, listen to your pastor preach that since he is risen, you too will rise with him. Alleluia. Amen.